I'm Stevie Nicks and welcome to Where to Begin, the podcast that is your beginner's guide to a singer or band. Today, we're going to take a look at one of America's greatest songwriters, Bruce Springsteen, a man who has immortalised the working man, dignified the downtrodden, elevated the everyday, and shone a light, a searing light, on his homeland. Bruce Springsteen comes from a long line of American storytellers who see the struggle, but also the reason to believe. He wanders the back streets, where people have high hopes, because they're tougher than the rest. He sees the spirit in the night, the darkness at the edge of town, under western stars. He writes about the wild, the innocent, who sweated out on the streets of a runaway American dream. He was born in the USA, wears a brilliant disguise, and goes dancing in the dark with his Jersey girl. Bruce Springsteen has a hungry heart, and he'll prove it all night. He knows it's hard to be a saint in the city, but glory days await. But above all, Bruce Springsteen has the human touch, and it's a reason to believe. In a man stand over dead dog by the highway in the ditch. He's looking down, kind of puzzled, walking that dog with a stick. Got his car door flung open, he's standing out on Highway 31. Like if you stood there long enough, that dog get up and run. Struck me kind of funny, some kind of funny suddenly. Still at the end of every hard day, people find some reason to believe. I'm going to pick up today's story in 1972. Springsteen has just signed with Columbia Records after auditioning for John Hammond. Columbia thinks he's going to make an acoustic album, but when he arrives for day one of recording, he brings his mates who would later be christened the E Street Band. Later be christened the E Street Band. His first album, Greetings from Asbury Park, comes out in January 1973. Now, January is not the best time to put out a record. Everyone is still playing the albums they got at Christmas, but this is when Columbia decides to introduce Springsteen. Needless to say, not a lot of people are there to greet him. But back to the making of the album for just a second. Most of it was cut in the last week of June 1972, and the producer, Mike Apple, liked the songs Springsteen recorded without the band. But Springsteen felt the opposite, so a compromise was reached. The record would have five band songs and five solo songs. But when label boss Clive Owen heard the record, he said there wasn't a single on it. And he was right, there wasn't. So Springsteen hurried away and came back with Blinded by the Light, and also Spirit in the Night. These songs were then included at the expense of three tracks, Jazz Musician, Arabian Night, and Visitation at Fort Horn. Now rather than play you a track from the finished album, I'm going to play you one of those songs that got rejected. See if you think they were right to ditch it. This is Arabian Night. Shrieks of sheiks Have they come across the movie screen A thousand sand dune soldiers Led by an Arabian queen Harem girls move like Clancy's dancers through my dirty dreams I wake up on the floor Clutching the bed lamp Mama comes in, she screams You've been out with that tramp again last night That silver sequin hour black bitch You know the one mama don't like but mama, she sings me moon-tied melodies With this great top 40 hook But mama just stares and papa don't care But he says, look mama, the girl's all right The girl's all right He turns and says, tell me son, what's the word? Cause you know he 
says, fetch me my flashlight, son, and he stumbles out the front door. So come out from behind your bunkers, cause the liftoff's been a bust. Papa's gone and mama's dead and buried in my rocket dust. Well, you're alone now for the first time, don't worry, cause that's so Greetings from Asbury Park sold about as well as you would expect from a record coming out in January, but critics have fallen in line over the years to sing its praises. Rolling Stone, for example, has said it's among the best 400 albums ever made, and among the top 40 debuts of all time. Still, Columbia at the time was disappointed. Four months after the record was in the stores, Springsteen was back in the studio recording its follow-up, The Wild, The Innocent and The E Street Shuffle, which came out in November of that year, 1973. The Wild, The Innocent and The E Street Shuffle discarded any and all folk influences detected on Springsteen's debut, and as such was more coherent and focused. But that didn't translate into sales, nor did the warm welcome it received from the music press and again it is now regarded as one of the best albums ever made. On that list by Rolling Stone I mentioned earlier, it sits at 132, 247 places higher than Greetings. I'm going to play you another outtake, just for something different, but it still gives you a good indication as to what's on the record. This is Zero and Blind Terry. Schools met the pythons Down at the first street station Alliances have been made in alleyways All across the nation These boys live off the milk of a silver jet In the love of sweet young women Now the pythons are down from old English town With two strikes to his name, Springsteen knew he had just one more shot before Columbia would let him go. So he went home, sat down at the piano, and wrote and wrote and wrote. It was a different way of writing. His previous songs had mostly been fashioned on his guitar, and it would inform his next album, 1975's Born to Run. Now we all know by now that the album is regarded as a classic, but it can't be understated just how thin the ice was beneath Springsteen's feet when he went in to record it. And the only thing that saved him was the title track. But that said, when you have a song as good as Born to Run, well, what else do you need? Springsteen knew he needed a hit. It was the one thing that had held him back until now, but writing singles didn't come naturally to him at this point. His songs were meandering stories, rich in character and detail, but light on for hooks. 
If you look at the other seven tracks on Born to Run, you won't spot a single single. They are all album tracks. Good album tracks. Very good album tracks even. But deep cuts nonetheless. Columbia didn't throw Springsteen to the wolves though. It wasn't a matter of sink or swim. Springsteen was given a bigger budget to work with and Columbia said come back to us when you're happy. And it took Springsteen a full 14 months before he was satisfied with the album he'd made. A record he would later say he wanted to sound like, quote, Roy Orbison singing Bob Dylan produced by Phil Spector, end quote. You couldn't fault Springsteen's ambition. Born to Run also features in Rolling Stone's best ever list, and it sits pretty high. 18, in fact. I'm going to play you another outtake, and the reason I'm playing it is because it's good enough to have made the final cut. In fact, I'd go as far as to say it's better than a couple of the songs that did survive, but it all gets down to personal opinion. Anyway, here's Linda, Let Me Be The One. Springsteen had bought himself some time with Born to Run success, and he took all the time he needed between tours and legal fights with his manager. It would be three years before we'd hear from him again, on vinyl at least, and that album would be Darkness on the Edge of Town. By the time he came to record it, he had upwards of 70 songs to choose from, although several were without lyrics, and he would work on those in the studio. The sessions spread out over nine months, and when they were done, Springsteen and the E Street Band had recorded 32 songs. The songs on Darkness are leaner than those on Born to Run. Springsteen later called it his Samurai album, quote, all stripped down for fighting, unquote. The album received mostly positive reviews, with the LA Times saying it, quote, blends the rousing musical splendour and passionate uplifting themes of Born to Run, with even stronger production touches and a more consistent probing group of songs, end quote. Rolling Stone has it at 151 on its list of the best albums ever made. So let's hear a track. This is the autobiographical Adam Raised a Cane, which uses biblical references to portray a torn father-son relationship in which the son pays for the sins of the father. Father, help me to decide 
Springsteen and the band hit the road to promote the album, rested for two months, then reconvened in the studio to record what would become The River. Sessions for The River were spread out over 13 months, between April 1979 and May 1980, and in the end, 50 songs were recorded, which explains why The River is a double album. The songs were a mixture of what might be called almost frivolous, and also darker material. Melody Maker likened it to, quote, taking a trip through the rock and roll heartland as you've never experienced it. It's a walk down all the streets, all the places, all the people and all the souls that rock and roll has ever visited, exited, cried for and loved, end quote. Produced by Springsteen, Steve Van Zandt and John Landau, the album sounds at times like it was recorded in a tin shed, and to me this compromises the overall effect. Not everyone shares that opinion, however, and the river is so well loved that many would argue it's beyond criticism. But I'm sticking to my guns. I don't think this is Springsteen's finest work behind the production desk. See what you think. This next track doesn't really show what I'm saying, but I'm going to play it anyway. I think it's one of the better tracks. This is Point Blank, which was the last song recorded for the album. You used to say your prayers, little darling. Do you go to bed at night? Praying that tomorrow everything will be alright. But tomorrow's falling. up and you're dying you don't even know what from well they shot you point blank you've been shot in the back Springsteen's next album, 1982's Nebraska, is interesting in that it's a bunch of demos that he never intended to see the light of day. Needless to say, it's a quiet album that doesn't exude the energy of his records to this point. The acoustic backdrop works though, shining a light on these dark tales of blue-collar characters, outsiders and criminals. Springsteen's vocal is solemn and sombre, giving the songs a gravitas the arrangements purposefully lack. The other interesting fact is when the demos were completed, Springsteen recorded many of the tracks with the E Street Band for what was envisaged to be their next album, and eight of the 12 tracks they recorded ended up on Born in the USA. Anyway, back to the demo tracks. Legend has it that 15 songs were demoed in a single day, but others dispute this. Either way, Nebraska was quick and an easy album to make, just Springsteen, his guitar and harmonica, and little else. Let's hear a track. This is Used Cars, which he wrote about his father Doug, who was forever working on cars outside of Springsteen's bedroom window when he was growing up. Our little sister's in the front seat with an ice cream cone My ma's in the back seat sitting all alone So my pa steers her slow out of life For a test drive down Michigan Avenue Now my ma, she fingers her wedding band Watches the salesman stare at my old man's hand. He's telling us all about the break he'd give us If he could, but he just can't But if I could, I swear I'd know just what I'd do Now, Mr. Day, the lottery I win I ain't ever gonna ride no used car Now the neighbors come from near and far As we pull up in our brand new 
car oh, She just hit the gas and let out a cry Tell them all leg and kiss our asses goodbye Springsteen's next album would be his biggest, Born in the USA, and I'm not sure there's anything I can tell you about it that you don't already know. So let's move on, huh? Because we don't have time today to look at all of his 21 albums. Instead, let's look at the record he made to try and calm everybody down. He never intended for Born in the USA to go as big as it did, and he sure as hell didn't like all the mass attention he was now getting. And then there was the fact that his marriage was falling apart. This was a period of introspection for Springsteen, for taking stock of his life, and so it was that he made Tunnel of Love without his band. Well, I should say most of them contribute to it, but not collectively on any particular song. Rolling Stone summed up the themes well, saying, quote, On Tunnel of Love, Springsteen is writing about the promises people make to each other and the way they renege on those promises, about the romantic dreams we're brought up with and the internal demons that stifle those dreams. The battleground has moved from the streets to the sheets, but the battle hasn't changed significantly, end quote. And the magazine included it in their best albums of all time, ranking it at 467. So let's hear something from it. This is Two Faces. I met a girl and we ran away I swore I'd make her happy every day and how I made her cry Two faces apart Sometimes, mister, I feel sunny and wild Oh, Lord, I love to see my baby smile And dark clouds come rolling by Two faces apart day in March 1992, Springsteen put out two records, Human Touch and Lucky Town, both recorded without the E Street Band, who Springsteen had disbanded. Now usually when two albums come out simultaneously, and it doesn't happen all that often, it's because there has been enough material recorded during one block of sessions for two discs, but that wasn't the case here. Human Touch was ready to go mid-1991, but Springsteen held on to it as he began working on Lucky Town. So why did Springsteen hold on to Human Touch then put it out on the same day as Lucky Town? Well, he's never said. Now, given they came out on the same day, it is almost impossible not to compare them. And of the two, most fans seem to prefer Lucky Town, although Human Touch did chart higher at the time, going to two in the US and topping the British charts. Lucky Town, on the other hand, went one place lower in both countries. Personally, I agreed with Rolling Stone, which said Springsteen would have been better off distilling the two albums into one, but even then it wouldn't have been one of his best. Anyway, that didn't happen, so let's hear a track. This is 57 Channels and Nothing On, which is off Human Touch. I bought a bourgeois house in the Hollywood Hills with a trunk load of $100,000 bills. Man came by to hook up my cable TV We settled in for the night, my baby and me We switched round and round till half past dawn There was 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on Well now, home entertainment was my baby's wish So I... 
Hopped to town for a satellite dish I tied it to the top of my Japanese car I came home and I pointed it out into the stars A message came back from the great beyond There's 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on Billy Matter made some friends with some billionaires We might have got all nice and friendly if we made it upstairs All I got was a note said bye-bye John Our love's 57 channels and nothing on So I bought a 44 Magnum with solid steel cast And in the blessed name of Elvis, well I just let it blast To my TV laying pieces there at my feet Busted me for disturbing the almighty peace Judge said what you got in your defense, son 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on After two albums in one day, fans would have to wait another three years before Springsteen resurfaced with The Ghost of Tom Joad. And still, the E Street Band was nowhere to be found. The Ghost of Tom Joad was another lo-fi acoustic album that he recorded in his home studio in LA. The record received mixed reviews. The Village Voice called it the most courageous and most depressing album of that year, but NME gave it 9 out of 10. Chart-wise, it went top 20 on both sides of the Atlantic. Now, we kind of covered this territory on Nebraska, so let's push ahead to his next record. And that didn't come out for another seven years. In the interim, he got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and reunited with the E Street Band for a world tour in 1999. Three years later, he and the band headed into the studio post 9-11 to record their first album together in almost two decades. Some of the songs were written pre-9-11, but the majority of the album, which was called The Rising, came later. The title track, for example, tells the story of a firefighter going up the World Trade Center as survivors flee. Critics were glad to have the E Street Band back and felt Springsteen was in rare form. Five stars in Rolling Stone, another five in Uncut, and eight out of ten in Pitchfork and Spin. The Rising was one of Springsteen's most lauded albums and it won a Grammy for Best Rock Album. It was nominated for Album of the Year, but lost to Nora Jones's Come Away With Me. The most interesting track on the album, given the timing around 9-11, was the Middle Eastern-influenced Worlds Apart. Take a listen. Trouble country 
It would be another three years before we'd hear from Springsteen again, and when he did resurface for 2005's Devils and Dust, it was without the E Street Band. Devils and Dust was a third acoustic album and consisted of songs that had been around for at least a decade. The record received mostly four-star reviews and it topped the charts in the US and the UK, so if you like acoustic Springsteen, you'll find plenty to like here. I want to push on to 2006 though, which sees Springsteen paying homage to Pete Seeger. The Seeger sessions consisted of 13 traditional folk songs that Seeger used to have in his repertoire, and Springsteen revives them with care and clarity. There is a joy and sense of purpose to these recordings, which were recorded live to tape, that permeates the album. Springsteen leaves his ego at the door and becomes part of an ensemble whose devotion to this material is infectious. There are violins, tubers, banjos, trombones, accordions, upright basses and pump organs on show here. This was not signature Springsteen. Uncut sums it up well, saying the Seeger Sessions was a quote, great teeming flood of Americana and a powerful example of how songs reverberate through the years to accrue contemporary meaning, end quote. Let me play you a track. This is O Mary, Don't You Weep. of his system, Springsteen was back the following year with the E Street Band for Magic. Recording was a little haphazard, with not all of the group in the studio at one time for various reasons, so several parts were overdubbed separately. Reviews were generally supportive though, although a couple of critics questioned the inclusion of girls in their summer clothes, believing it to be a bit ick coming from a man of Springsteen's age. Anyway, we'll move on to his next album, 2009's Working on a Dream. Recorded with the E Street Band during breaks from the Magic Tour, Springsteen said at the time he hoped the album captured the energy the band was creating on stage. Quote, All the songs were written quickly. We usually used one of our first few takes, and we all had a blast making this from beginning to end. End quote. The album debuted at number one in the US, but reviews were mixed. Rolling Stone gave it the full five stars, but the Chicago Tribune could only muster two. 
and the LA Times described it as being, quote, boisterously scatterbrained, exhilaratingly bad, end quote. Let me play your track and see what you think. This is the title track, which was the only new song that he played during his halftime set at the 2009 Super Bowl. Springsteen's 17th album, Wrecking Ball, followed three years later. A lot of these songs had been kicking around for a while. Land of Hope and Dreams, for example, was debuted on the 1999 reunion tour. This is also the last album to feature Clarence Clemens, who died in 2011, but most of the E Street band are absent from the recording. Wrecking Ball lashed out at Wall Street greed and corruption in the wake of the financial crisis and the devastating effect it was having on people. It was an album of substance that received critical acclaim, the full five stars in The Independent and Rolling Stone, which named it Record of the Year. Pop Matters summed it up well, saying Springsteen was, quote, writing with poetic urgency, drawing on traditions old and new, singing and playing with prime strength and energy, and delivering a new set of killer melodies with fresh sonic wallop, end quote. Let's hear something from it. This is We Are Alive. There's a cross up yonder on Calvary Hill There's a slip of blood on the silver night There's a graveyard kid down below Where at night did come to life And above the stars they crackle and fire A dead man's moon throws seven rain well, we put our ears to the cold gravestones This is the song they'd sing We are alive And though our bodies lie alone here in the dark Our spirits rise to carry a fire And light the spark To stand shoulder to shoulder and hide When the railroad workers made their stand Well, I was killed in 1963 One Sunday morning in Birmingham Well, I died last year crossing the southern desert My children left behind in San Pablo Well, they've left our bodies here to rot Oh, please let them know We are alive Oh, I know we lie alone here in the dark Our souls will rise To carry the fire 
Springsteen's next album, High Hopes, was a collection of outtakes, covers and reimagined versions of old songs. It was his 11th chart topper in the States, a record only surpassed by the Beatles and Jay-Z, and his 10th chart topper in the UK, placing him equal with the Rolling Stones. The record, though, received mixed reviews, 8 out of 10 in NME, but just half that number in Pitchfork, 4.5 stars in Rolling Stone, but just 2 in the Chicago Tribune. I thought the AV Club kind of got it right when they said, quote, Springsteen splashes his brightest colours against a canvas, crosses his fingers and hopes they mesh, end quote. In other words, there were some good songs here, but also some average ones. Let's hear one of the better ones. This is Heaven's Wall. would separate High Hopes and his next album, 2019's Western Stars, and in that interim, Springsteen would have his celebrated run on Broadway. But let's look at Western Stars, which was accompanied by a documentary. In the lead-up to the record's release, Springsteen said the record would be a quote, return to my solo recordings featuring character-driven songs and sweeping cinematic orchestral arrangements. It has a range of American themes, of highways and desert spaces, of isolation and community, and the permanence of home and hope, end quote. And he was true to his word. The record got five stars in The Independent, which called it a, quote, sumptuous cinematic album that is nothing short of a late-period masterpiece, end quote. It debuted at two on the US chart and went one place high in Britain. All in all, you'd have to say that people liked it. Let's see if you do too. This is The Wayfarer. Come. 
Socks are inspired, sitting by the fire, slippers tucked under the bed. But when I go to sleep, I can't count sheep for the white lines in my head. I'm a wayfarer, baby. I roam from town to town. When everyone's asleep and midnight bells sound, my wheels are hissing up the highway, spinning round and round. Bruce Springsteen has put out two more albums since Western Stars, 2020's Letter to You, which he made with the E Street Band, and 2022's Only the Strong Survive, which is an album of covers. Both records were greeted with generous reviews and sales. Springsteen is 74 now, and has achieved everything you possibly can in music, yet he soldiers on. The flame still flickers inside him, this restless need to write, record and tour. And the music he is making now doesn't sound superannuated. He's not phoning it in. It's just not in him to be anything but resolutely authentic. Rolling Stone ranks him among the best 25 greatest artists of all time. In the accompanying tribute, Jackson Brown described his body of work as one that, quote, epitomises rock's deepest values, desire, the need for freedom, and the search to find yourself. All through his songs, there is a generosity and a willingness to portray even the simplest aspects of our lives in a dramatic and committed way. His sense of music as a healing power of Banders Church has always been there. He's got his feet planted on either side of that great divide between rebellion and redemption, end quote. And really, nothing more needs to be said. That's Bruce Springsteen. songs on a playlist head to my spotify page and you'll find one that i've curated for you and while you're waiting for next week's episode you might like to check out some of my other podcasts there's song song new which looks at covers of famous artisan songs and born to run is on there and there's also in my life which is a collection of interviews that allows each artist to tell their own story song song new and in my life it's music for those who want to know more stay on the streets of this town That's right, so you gotta stay hungry Well, I'm just about starving tonight I'm dying for some action Sick of sitting around here trying to write this book I need a love reaction Come on now, baby, give me just one look Round crying over a broken heart. This guns for hire. 
even if we're just dancing in the dark You can't start a fire Worry about your little world falling apart This gun's for hire Even if we're just dancing in the dark Just dancing in the dark Hey, baby Na, 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 na Begin the beginning. 